Welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss everything magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes a little mundane. I'm Nancy, and tonight we have a special guest, Troy Dwyer. Um, we had some technical difficulties recording our Yule episode, so we're just going to see how this goes with Troy and I. Yeah, so here I am, the uh, inadvertent guest. Inadvertent guest. Unexpected. Unexpected guest. I just guest. threw this at him. Um, we'll see how this works. The unexpected um, guest. Unexpected guest. So earlier we were talking about premonitions, and I thought, you know what? It's the end of the year. Premonitions seem like it kind of works, so we're going to give this a try. So, Troy, why don't you tell us your first premonition that you remember from a childhood? Oh, my God. Well, it's not the premonition that we talked about. Oh, you had one pre? No, I'm just, I was just, when I told you that, I just remembered it. What's the first premonition I ever had? I don't know. I didn't know you were going to put me on the spot. Just go with the So flow, let's talk with the, about the one that I do recall. Yeah, and then the other one will pop in your head. Uh, so today I was just uh, discussing with Nancy. I don't know what we were talking about. I think you were, you were talking about how um, someone that you knew had a childhood friend or something. That, yeah, my cousin. Yeah. And um, I, uh, it just triggered a memory that I remember when I was in, I believe it was in fourth grade at the time, I had a friend in school named Taylor, and he was killed walking across the street uh, after school. Now, what was what I recalled about the entire incident actually uh, wasn't just that specific part of it. You know, this was back in the '80s, so it was before you know cell phones and you know the Social internet. Yeah. But uh, I knew that he had died, and I had a premonition. Roll credits that are, I had a premonition, premonition. So, that uh, that it had happened. So the next day when I got to school, uh, everyone told me, "Oh, hey, did you hear? You know, Taylor died." And I went, "Yeah, I, I somehow knew that." And that's the part of the memory that I re recall. And this is a long time ago. Yeah. So uh, I was nine years old. But uh, that's the part of the memory I recall was that when I was told about it, I just remember I had already known. That it had happened, and, and I had no way of knowing. Yeah, that it had happened. Yeah, and your parents didn't know. Yeah. No one, no one was called about me it. that night. Right. Yeah, we were friends, but uh, you know, we weren't best friends or anything like that. So uh, I don't know. I, I guess I had forgotten that that had happened. So that was the first. Uh, well, it's not the first. I know for a fact that's not the first premonition I had. The same around the same exact time that this had happened, uh, just before this. Uh, I was in a really um, awful car accident, and I was with my father uh, getting little box cereals. We were going camping out in Hills Creek, which is a uh, area up in the mountains east of where I live. And uh, we were just getting cereal, and I said, Dad, I think we're going to get in a car accident. I think we're going to get in a car crash, I told him. And he said something to the effect of, oh, don't say, don't say things like that, yeah. you know, whatever. And two days later, I was with my brother, and we got in a head-on collision. And if not for the fact that my brother um, held, I wasn't wearing my seatbelt. I used to, I was small, so in order to see over the dash, I would sit on my knees on the front, wow. you know, on the truck. And so, uh, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but the thing that, you know, when everyone says, what's the first thing you would do if you were in a situation? You know, the very first thing that you do is the person you are and your first reaction. My brother's first reaction 
when we were about to hit this car, this other truck, was to grab me to keep me from going through the windshield. That was the first thing he did. Yeah, without even thinking, just yeah. automatic. You know, he didn't, you know, he hurt his back really, very badly. Um, mm. He was in therapy for that for a long time, I recall. But uh, that was one of the, I always take that with me, you know, the, you know, what was my brother's first reaction when we were about to get in an accident to make sure I didn't go through the windshield. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Would that have been my first reaction? I don't know. You know, that's how you find out different, who you, different the kind of, of your person life. you are. <laughs> some random, <laughs> some, crazy lady walking, laughing in the distance. There's some laughter happening. Um, anyway. Yeah, so that's... And coincidentally, they were within a year, right? You told me they were within a, a year yeah. of each other? So that one, um, that happened first because when I got into that, what happened was even though he had kept me from going through the windshield, he didn't could didn't hold me well enough obviously i hit my head on the uh, dashboard and we had uh, a gun rack that was behind the seat and one of the guns had come off the rack and hit me in the back of the head oh, so wow. after the accident i didn't recall it was interesting i knew who i was i knew who my family was but i couldn't recall all my friends i couldn't recall what i was learning in school so more like short-term memory loss, like some, the last year or yeah, two, or some, more than that? Well, as it moved, as I went further forward, so as I got older, you know, I realized I didn't remember a lot of things. Like, I didn't remember where where we lived, you know, before we, the house we were currently in, things like that. And they said that those memories supposedly were, uh, I guess it's a trauma. So if the brain has a trauma, it tries to block out a lot of yeah. things. So the doctor said that, you know, that's the kind of trauma that you have and um you know they may come back they may not come back and so now as an adult you know i don't know whether the memories have come back or, or that i've just replaced them yeah, yeah which are made up who knows the brain is a crazy thing um the only i don't even know if i call them premonition i had two visions one um before kin was born like almost two years of me uh, chasing a curly-haired little girl on the beach. And that totally happens. <laughs> Shouldn't have yeah. been that much fun at work. Um, <laughs> it wasn't Snickers, right? It so was, it was got, a child. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, it wasn't Snickers. Not the dog. It was not a dog running on the beach. And that girl is a curly-haired girl. And I have chased her on the beach. And then... She was about a year old. I had a vision of her about five and a little towhead boy running on the beach. Again, we're on the beach. And um, I always thought it was Katie's second child. And I kept saying, don't worry about it. You're going to have a second child. But lo and behold, <laughs> it's a grandchild from my son. I don't, I don't think it's the That's grandchild. It is a grandchild. He's not, right he's not towheaded anyway. Yeah, he is. He's getting blonder. Oh, is he? Yeah. But he had the same, like Jeremy had that same kind of color when he was first born too. So coincidentally, three years apart because they looked like they were five and two. So that would be my only vision slash premonition of something that didn't happen. My other visions are just crazy. I've talked about them before. Like, why? Why do I get these random visions? Past lives, current life, someone else, spirit so guide, who knows. what was the vision again of um, baby number two? Of Kinley and him running on the beach. Oh, it was the beach again. Again with the beach. Yeah. They must look like just 
out of body faces, right? Because their hair blends in with the sand. So they just, there's just like little <laughs> no. faces running across. <laughs> just random heads bouncing <laughs> on the Just little beach. heads. Do, 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 do. No. Okay. So, um, what was the other thing? Was that it though? Was that the whole premonition? Was it just, it was like a, it was just a moment? Yeah. Well, you know, we've talked about my um, vision started, which in fact you coined the phrase of Viewmaster, like slides. Right. And then they went to short video clips. So it's always right when I'm starting to fall asleep or sometimes when I meditate. It's not like I, I meditate and get these visions. They just, they're just, I call them downloads. They just come. Um, yeah, so just short video clips. So you went from AOL to Vine, right? So the next evolution maybe will be TikTok. TikTok. Right? <laughs> They'll have music. You'll have and, music um, and you'll have like little and I, graphics you can put in it. Yeah. So um, I've never had audio until the last um, two things that I got when I was one. I was I wake up in the middle of the night. I play a card. I play a card game on my phone to tell me to go back to sleep and um, I'm playing the card and I hear, Nancy! <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and then that was a more of a male voice and then this, a couple weeks later I just heard, um, hello? Hello? Okay, whatever. Never anything after that. Uh, the funniest thing is um, I was being a Marty asked to my spirit guide, I'm like, listen, you give me video clips and view masters. I don't know what the hell you're trying to tell me. You know, give me some, you know, maybe I should have closed caption <laughs> if I'm not getting sound. So, uh, spirit, whatever is giving these downloads is it just big of a smart ass as me because <laughs> I got a uh, vision <laughs> with um, red lettering, <laughs> but it flashed <laughs> so quick I couldn't read it. Oh. And then I'm like, okay, you know, the, you so your mean, visions are subtitled now? Only two. Okay. And then the second one, I was right at the sleep, and I got it, and I went, oh, my God, I can read it, and I fell asleep, and then you think I can remember it? No. So. If only you had a dream journal that you could write things down. If only if I didn't fall asleep. I do have a dream journal, and I have entries in it. And I also have some memos, voice memos on my phone. But this one, bam, the sleep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I have a question. So you said that you had the same premonition with um, baby, grandbaby one, grandbaby two, right? Do you remember hearing the ocean at all? I don't get sound. I know. I know you said that, but I'm like, did? Oh did you... no. I remember it was it was our little beach that we go to all the time, and the first time she was running away from me. The cove. Yeah. Okay. And um, I was chasing her, and that actually did happen the last time I took her to the beach. Like she got a little more brave and started running and Were you there alone? Was there anyone else on the beach? The the real or the the vision? The vision. No. I don't remember seeing anyone else. Were the seagulls there? No. Yeah. These are like five second thick clips. I'm so asking. I don't and you know you focus right? on a certain thing. I know, but now now I'm asking you to think See about it. See if I can it. pull it out of yeah. my memory. Do you remember seeing seagulls? Do you remember what the weather was like? I remember the waves and her running to that area. Was Jack Bauer there? Was there a, a, a nuke there. involved? Sometimes these th things happen my, in your dreams. Those are my dreams. My dream. I got some crazy... Well, that's what, that's what we're trying to figure out. We're and trying I to figure covered out. that on my 
pineal gland awakening that I'm not sure what it awakened, but there was some crazy <laughs> ass dreams. So what we're trying to figure out is were you having a dream? This is different. That was a premonition or were you having something else? Um, it's the visions are different because I know I'm not asleep. The dreams, I fall asleep. I wake up like, well, that it was one crazy ass dream. So how do you know? Because I'm laying there and I just, it's like visions are weird. It's like, you know, my eyes are closed. Like I can see them. They're very short in duration. Like I said, the beginning, it was little screenshots. Right. And then it, it progressed into videos. But like, again, no sound. Um, the sound, I didn't get any visual. Maybe I need dream equipment. I need to open up, have this virtual podcast. Some dream headphones. Can you imagine if you could record it? That would be crazy. Oh, like, uh, uh, what was that movie called? With Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah. Dr uh, hmm. I almost have it. Anyway, it's the machine they put on their head and they can, it records the their experiences. Yeah. And then, of course, the, no... the, the trick in the movie was that the government uses the people getting electrocuted as a way to torture people for information. Oh, but the problem is, is that sub... if you get electrocuted in the dreamscape, I think that's what it was called, oh. um, you would it would kill you. So it seems like an expensive way to electrocute someone when you could just... I mean, Jack Bauer would just do it with a, a cord from a lamp. Yeah. That's much cheaper than this this headgear. He doesn't need expensive equipment. No. It, it's curious. So um, one of the other things I wanted to talk about is how I think you are a familiar empath where you pick up on other feelings. Like you get this <laughs> feeling of sadness and you don't know where it's coming from, but then you talk to someone you're, and then they've been going through that. Yeah. I, that, that happens randomly. That could be coincidental. So, so does... Mm, I don't know. I think the only one that it happens with regularity is with my sister. Yeah. And um, I have where it's been odd where. And I guess uh, with Jordan's wife. Yeah. Yeah. You should give that. That's an interesting story. Um, we had a, a or we, we had a, in our development team, we had an employee and his wife. And, um, you know, we were all really close friends. You know, she would always come to the office and and whatnot. And so one night I had a dream. It was kind of an interesting dream that she called me on the phone and she said, uh, I just need to get out of here. You know, I need you to take me out of here. And, I'm, and I thought, and this is strange to me because having a dream with her yeah. is just weird. And he had been... Me. He had already left the company and was working somewhere else. So right. it wasn't like, I saw her today and it made me think Exactly. Of so he had, you know, I hadn't seen her in in months at this point. And uh, I just had a strange dream where she wanted me to take her away. And the next thing that happened in the dream is we were on a train. And um, she was sad and frantic, basically. And I asked her what's what's going on and you know basically where's where's you know this employee of ours and uh it the dream just ended it was strange and it was so strange to me and vivid that i texted him and said is there i'm just curious you know this might sound strange to you but is there anything going on with your wife right now and he said oh there is and he said that she was seeing um psychologist or something they, were, they were having to change her medication, her medication. Yeah. um 
later we discovered that they were going through uh, the beginning of a divorce. Yeah. And now they're divorced. But he didn't tell me that at the time, even when he replied to me. It was only later that we figured out that that was what was going on. Yeah. And I fought back on this, on that dream. I thought that was really strange because... And you had never dreamt about her before. Right. Or any random... Yeah. I mean, person like that. It just seemed odd to me. Yeah, I'm, if anything, I was closer to her husband, obviously, yeah. since he worked with us. So uh, that was, you know, as I get older, the, that kind of stuff happens that I don't have an explanation for. I think we pay, and I know, you know since I've turned more metaphysical in the last, probably, what, four or five years, um, I pay more attention to that kind of stuff where you used to, kind of like when they say everybody has gut instincts, but you ignore them. And then you right. think back, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Interesting. You know, you, you know, it's, it's, it's like we live in a, we live, we live in a house where a lot of strange things happen. Very on, haunted. Very regularly. Um, so regularly that just things that would probably freak a random, just stranger. <laughs> it's not, oh, it's just like, the house. Yeah, it's just the, it's just the spirit. I, um. Voices. Got locked out. Um, we have um, Alexa locks. Oh. There goes Alexa's going to chime in. Sorry, what device? Never mind. Never mind. Um, we're going to have to have a code word for her name. We'll anyway, so I came to go back into the house, and the door was locked, and we have a control in the garage, and it wasn't working. So I'm like, oh, well, whatever. I'm going to have to go out come in from the front door. So I get two thirds of the way through the garage and two of our dogs run past me. And I'm like, what the hell? Look around, the door is wide open. It's not part, it is wide open. Was Not even was it not opened, it was locked 10 seconds ago. So I thought Troy opened the door and then just walked out. I'm like, well, no, Troy wouldn't have done that. He wouldn't have let the dogs out, you know, just assuming that I was going to be able to catch them or would have seen that the garage door was open. So I come in the house, grab both dogs, come in the house, shut the garage, and no one's downstairs. Was the spirit trying to be helped? Oh, you're locked out? Let me do that for you. I'll unlock it and open the door for you. And what's interesting about that is the, you know, the, you can unlock the door. You can't open the door. Yeah. Like, you know, the, She's not that powerful. And the dogs don't have thumbs. So it's how did they turn the handle? Yeah. You know, it's a doorknob. And the deadlock part where our control device is was locked. Oh, well, that's even stranger. Yeah. So, now, I mean, you maybe know. Maybe she, the code eventually worked, even though she said she couldn't do it, but that wouldn't have opened the door. Right. It would have just unlocked the door. I mean, I hear this and I just shrug and think, okay. Yeah, it's just our house. Another thing. We're very, very haunted house. Very strange house. Yeah. I think they only moved the headstones. We did live next to a wetland, so we're not quite sure. Pretty sure. Indian burial ground. We had a flood a couple hundred years ago. They just threw the coffins in the wetland. We're not quite sure. (laughs) I guess if the coffins start appearing. (laughs) Then I'm out of here. Probably. The funny thing is, um, it doesn't affect me. Like, my bedroom door hasn't happened in a while, though. It would open. Things get moved. My crystals get moved to the windowsill. They open up the bathroom. There are rules, though. You've heard me say this before. There are rules. Do not sit on my bed unless you're related to me. And no one is allowed in the bathroom. (laughs) One day... Except the dogs, right? Well, the dogs, they're not supposed to be in the bathroom, but they violate the rules, too. So one day I'm sitting there in the bathroom, and the door opens. 
I can get up and close it. It opens again. I get up and close it and make sure, pull up, make sure, you know, do all the science thing first. It opens again. I go out. I finish what I was doing in the bathroom. I go out in the hallway. I go, you do that again? I'm going to freaking sage your ass right to hell. <laughs> and then I hear Jerry go, who are you talking to? <laughs> Just the spirits. They're violating the rules. Simple rules. You know it's real when the sage gets sage comes out. Yes. I don't threaten with sage very often. but It's funny. Oh, the other funny thing I did, I was watching a show. I love Gaia. I watch and Regina Meredith. I just love her show. She had someone um, with um, Norse. He did the runes and all that. Well, he was talking about protecting. You take your wand and you protect every perimeter. So each wall, the ceiling, the floor, and you protect your area. Spelleramas. Spelleramas, whatever it's called. So, I don't know what that is. I'm just going to go. Some Harry Potter. So, it's okay. I did it. And I didn't think anything of it. You know, whatever. I did it. <laughs> Two days later, Troy goes, Man, there's a lot of activity in my room. And I go, Whoops. <laughs> yeah. I did just block off what my room. What have you room. learned? No Ouija boards. Well, you, what, I, I, when you use a Ouija board, I'm not anti Ouija board. You open a session and you close a session. You open the session yeah. only for your spirit guide or who you want to connect to. The rule is not to let Jessica use the Ouija Jessica board. Not, Jessica is not allowed to use She just any told magical. me yesterday, I think, she reminded me that time when Katie and I were going to take off. I can't remember. There was, there was oh, a, the, um, when the time with Oreo with the hallway yeah. and his hair straight up on his back and the door, yeah. they knocked on the door. Yeah. Yeah, they like missing. That was early on in the... Uh, in the ghost experience. Uh, they used to slam our cupboards every night at three yeah. in the morning. And at that time, I always thought the witching hour was midnight. That's and then dope. once I started doing some research, it was three and it always happened between three through 15. And you could tell they were just slamming around the, we have like L-shaped cupboards and you could tell it was like I forgot about that. That happened quite a bit. That happened night. for a while. And then um, it like stopped and I was like talking to Katie and like, you know, it's really weird. I haven't heard. I, oh, for some reason, I always called him George. I haven't heard George. And she goes, I said um, what our cousin said to say, in the name of Jesus Christ, be gone. And The power of Christ compels you. Yes. And it's all about you. You have the ability to make them leave your house. Oh, yeah? I don't think you always have to name Jesus Christ or whatever, but you do have that and say, I don't want you here. That's why I say, I'm fine with you staying here. Don't violate the rules. There's a thing in Jessica's room. It likes to violate the rules. It likes to mess things. It likes to like it always knock off the towels in the bathroom right below her room. Dude, don't violate the rules. Stay in her room. Just stay in that room. I'm sure she has some kind of haunted object in there because she has a lot of shit in her room. Don't violate the rules. But they say that the, the poltergeist follow children, right? Doesn't that make sense, though? Has she aged past 12? <laughs> she get a... Child at heart. Hopefully, having her shout out to our show, this is the first show her friends listen to. It's true, though. It is absolutely true. I was... You didn't like us making fun of... He was doing the forced joke. His, um... So if you have a poltergeist attached to a certain person, what would you call that? His... What? If he's the poltergeist and he's thinking about that person. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I have no idea. His attachment? I don't know. We just make shit up. This is the sound of me shrugging. 
Caleb, <laughs> I know. I'm not sure. What do you get? I just thought it was interesting. I, someone told me that. I don't remember who told me that, but that yeah. was pretty common that poltergeists were, you know, attached to children. To that preteen, especially, like when they're going through. That made sense that we had a lot of activity when Katie was in the house when she was. Yeah. Um, she was about that age. The right age. Yeah. That, you know, we have someone who lives in the house that stopped maturing maturing after a certain age so maybe uh the poltergeist thinks she's a child yeah how disappointed that well and also i think a little past even just the age is that emotional roller coaster they feed off that yeah ups and down kind of thing so like someone that's bipolar or that has a lot of ups and downs or thrives on that kind of thing that the poltergeist thrives on that energy too yeah that makes sense you know, just thrives on strife and yeah and i think that's why sometimes we have a lot of activity and then it calms down for a while and there's a lot of activity and then it comes down right now um i had a um we did a zoom with chip coffee and my family and as a result i'm pretty sure of that two-hour session half the people are having increased activity in their house <laughs> talking to the dog locking the door which my one cousin freaked out, and I'm like, mm, I feel like it's protective, and they're like, why are you sitting in the house without the door locked? It's funny that how that works. You know, yeah. you start talking about, or you you make someone aware of something, and then yeah. suddenly, oh, oh, you guys want to talk to me? I'll, yeah, I'll come hang out. Yeah, I mean, I that's what it is. You know, you those people become receptive, and so now, you know, you kind of open that door. It's interesting. Metaphysical, yeah. A uh, cynical person would say, oh, they're only. They're only hearing what they want to hear now and seeing what they want to see now. But she didn't even attach it to, she had activity already at her house, but it's increased since then. And yeah. she didn't make the connection until I used the pendulum and it said it was Nana. So then she's like, oh, I feel a lot better about it now because it's not like some scary thing. So that was our show on a bunch yeah, of random. what did we talk about? <laughs> well, we started out, I told them at the beginning it was going to be That's right. premonition and a bunch of random stuff. Random um, we wish you a happy Yule, mm-hmm. and you can find us on Instagram, Podbean, all kinds of shit. I'm not even going to give the the Kristen spiel because you know you've heard it every show. Like that like button and that subscribe button. Yep. And uh, I don't know. That's the only thing I remember. Buy our stuff on T wherever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, as I usual, have a very magical Yule. Um, check out our Yule from last year if you want to know what to do with your altar and what crystals and some magic spells. And Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And we'll come back to our regular broadcast in January.